What's what's on Julio's card sports? What's what's on Julio's card spreads? What's what's on Julio's card and parlays? All right, now this is week three of picks and pizza. I'm Joe Julio. I'm your host. I'm the constant here. Um, Anthony Guerra, can, can we have a talk real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Hey Joe, uh, I want to I want to be on the podcast. Hey Joe, let's start a gambling podcast. Oh, hey, Joe, why don't you hold down the fort without me the first two weeks of the the named the name is Picks and Pizza, sir. While I have confidence that you say to me, oh, you're Italian, maybe you like pizza. I can't talk with any kind of authority about pizza. You're the pizza part of the equation, sir. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for everybody <laughs> holding down the fort for me. It's summertime. Everybody with kids understands oh, what happens oh, in the house. That, oh, that was a quick oh, play of the kids card. That was play so the kids. quick. Amen. No, you got to. It's tough. Summertime is rough. School is around the corner. Football is around the corner. Even though it's 90 degrees outside with 90% humidity, it's still beginning to smell like fall. All right, so you're not a golf gambler. That's fine. We had the Open Championship. Shouts to my man, Bennett, holding down the fort for you. We yeah. made some golf picks. Josh Goodson on the way this week. He's going to make some uh, Wyndham Championship picks without you. But I know football is going to be our specialty. So I wanted to start our picks and pizza venture with some picks that are near and dear to your heart. The AFC East. Oh yeah, this is this is dangerous for me. Lifelong Jets fan. I was going to say you, sometimes you have to tell people where you're from, this, where you are. This is tough. I gotta, Give I, them your background because, but that's kind of like being an NC State fan and that you understand and can anticipate heartbreak and pain, and you know that it's probably going to come in the most difficult possible way at the worst possible time. The worst thing you can have, both fan bases, is hope. You just can't hope. Like for so it's many the hope years, that kills you. People were coming in and, oh, you're a Jets fan. Oh, you excited for the year? Oh, they're terrible. And I'd be like, yeah, they're terrible. I understand. I, I, don't, <laughs> I have Sundays. I could work every Sunday and not really care. Put like one eye to the game and be like, oh, we're down by 20. Yep, game over. See you later. But then you put AA Ron into the equation before we get into making some of these picks from the AFC East as a Jets fan. What were your, what were your initial thoughts of adding Aaron Rodgers at 39 years old? First off, defense is great. You need an answer. The Jets can't draft a quarterback. I think everyone is keenly aware of that. And hopefully the franchise stops trying that. That doesn't work for us. It works for other teams. It's a Sam great Arnold, Zach Wilson. Yes, I hear you. It's a great the franchise. Well, well, the franchise had, had some success, at least. He was okay. But you know, Geno Smith, right? He goes on. Uh, Boy, Geno looked really good last year in Seattle, didn't he? Oh, I, that how? hurt because like <laughs> I, I don't understand how he couldn't have been a functional player for the he was not even a functional player for the Jets. He gets his jaw broken by uh a linebacker. I, I forgot his name. Oh, but we oh Christian Hackenberg too, second round draft pick out of Penn, Penn State. State. Yeah, he did a good it. idea to draft a quarterback from Penn State. That's it's not really what or a running back for that matter, Blair Thomas, Kajana Carter. Yeah, but you get you get Saquon. Yeah. Saquon yeah, breaking all the rules, Saquon. Of course, not for the Jets, though. No, not for the Jets. No, no. If the Jets, if the Jets draft you, I am sorry for what's going to happen in your career. You're cursed. 
But right. although although last year we had probably both of the offensive rookie of the years there, Brees Hall doesn't get hurt. He wins. Yeah. Garrett Wilson wins it. You're probably the top two guys. That's kind of the thing about the Jets that I like, that I feel like all of the other parts around the quarterback position are in place. If the offensive line, if the tackles stay healthy, if these guys yeah. actually can get out there and play, you get backed in on the field. That's a big time unit. I like the uh, second round pick for the center. I like him as well. Offensive line should be good. And I, everything I've been watching every minute of Jets coverage, <laughs> we are, we're as we of. sit here recording on August 1st, we're seven days away from Hard Knocks airing. I mean, I'm going to have popcorn ready. It's a it, We're going to tailgate the release of Hard Knocks at the <laughs> household. Not. Swing through if you want to, you know, bring beer. Don't drink all my stuff. Rogers. All right, when look. we talk about the division, let me ask you this. How great of a coach is Bill Belichick? Without Tom Brady? Yes. He's a sub 500 coach without Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I'll, mean, okay. And I was, uh, let's start with the Patriots because I had a Patriots season long bet last year on their win total. And it was eight and a half because what they finished at, they finished at eight and nine, right? Yeah. So I had a season long bet on the Patriots last year. Yes, it was eight and a half. And I was, and I thought, I mean, Bill Belichick's going to go 500, right? He's, gonna He's always going to go 500, yeah. go nine and eight. He's the best coach there is. He's the best coach to ever do it. I, I truly do believe that. Okay. They get to a game late in that season where they're playing the Raiders who are also just fumbling and dying down the stretch playing against McDaniel, one of his, you know, uh, or Josh Daniels or McDaniel. What is, what is the Raiders coach? <laughs> you know, Hold McDaniel's on. down in the, he's the Dolphins, but Josh McDaniels is the one in, with the Raiders. He's the former Patriots offensive coordinator. And I'm sitting there thinking, Oh, he's going to win this game and I'm going to cash this bet. Okay. Do you remember Jacoby Myers randomly making the only play that you couldn't make in a tie game, <laughs> randomly throwing a lateral across the field for no good reason and it going right into the Raiders defensive lineman's arms and he returns it for a touchdown. I can't tell you how many things I broke in my living room when That's that happened. Tough. That's tough. Cause that was the season bet right there. That's tough. But that, that, that whole... and it was this, my point in, in relaying that story is that was the single dumbest play I've seen a player make. In an NFL game, there's a sink other than Leon Lett touching a block. Oh, hang on, hang on. I no, got we got it. Got to be some big time. No, no, no. The game, was, no, no, the game was tied, and the player tried to lateral, thinking they were they had to win the football game, and, all, and not only that, but he threw it backwards towards his own end zone like a basketball player throwing it back, throwing it back court. It was the it was one okay one of the okay. single dumbest plays you could possibly make to actively lose a football game. I mean, I and he is the smartest coach ever to do it. So my point is here, you can be the smartest coach. That doesn't mean your players don't make dumb plays. You also had Matt Patricia meddling in that offense. I think well, uh, if I were going to, if I can get to the season total, if we get to this year, I got the Patriots on the over here because you get rid of Patricia. Now you have one offensive coordinator. I think you got it. I think this team could sneak up and win. Patriots last year, they go eight and nine. Let's look at their schedule. And I think I can... I think I could be fancy here and pull up their schedule on my screen as well, because I, I'm leaning now again, let's get back into some math here. Let's, let's, let's look what Vegas is telling you is going to happen. Vegas is telling you that the AFC East is the most difficult division. Okay. So their win total is set at seven and a half. The over is shaded to set to plus plus one sixteen, which aren't great odds, but it's still a positive return. 
What you need to look at here is the under is shaded at minus 142. So what Vegas is telling you is we don't think the Patriots are going to improve even with a functional offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien this year. What they're saying is we think in the toughest division without any significant upgrades at the skill positions that the Patriots are going to struggle again and go seven and 10. That's what they're, that's what these odds are telling you. So let's look at their schedule. Let's see if I can pull up their schedule on my screen. Let's go to stop screen. Let's go to present. Look at me. I know you're all excited about all this, but I am kind of sort of proud of myself that I figured some of this out. Big steps. Like the audio Ooh. is not echoing. Aren't you proud of me? Like this looks good. I mean, last listen. time we were together, I feel uh, like <laughs> yeah, we're learning. We're learning. Okay, so it's getting better every day. Obviously, they're going to play the division games, which are six. At most, they're saying they're going three and three in those games. That would be a pretty good year, right? There's going to be a lot of friendly fire. So now you're going to find five more wins. They open with Philly. Don't love it. Go down to Dallas. They got. Let's just count the wins. Might as well do this. They go to New Orleans. I'll, I'll, I'll no. They, excuse me. They get New Orleans at home. I like it. Yes. They play McDaniel again. McDaniel's again. Okay, we'll give them that. Yeah. So we need to get five here. Washington at home. Okay, that's three. Colts is that four? Do they win that one too? Jonathan Taylor's not around. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan Taylor four. unhappy is it? That's a bad thing. Okay, and then then they would need one, two, three, four, five, six. They would need to win once in their last seven games. You know, out of like out of the division got, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Pittsburgh there. So they got five games that and they're not going to beat Kansas City. No. So they got the Giants, the Chargers, the Steelers, Denver. They'll beat Russ. So I think you might be right. They could go eight and nine. I think they could that's go with a three and three I division record. I don't think that they're going to go much higher than eight wins, but I think eight wins the bet. All right, so it's a race to eight. Because you got you know you're talking about having an offense coordinator last year who was terrible. Well, you have the two, two the and they were, it was, offensive it was a joke. coordinators. It, it was Belichick trying to show off. For yeah, like I get bringing your guys back. I mean, listen, I'm a big Bill Parcells guy. I'm all about bringing the same guys with you everywhere you go, no matter what. However, you can't have all of them at the same time doing at the same some job. Point, yes, all no, right. I think it, I think the team gets better. I think one singular focus, they have to do better. All right, let's look at the Bills next. The division favorite. Gotta go scroll back up. So we're both on the paths over. Let's go Bills, regular season, 10 and a half. Again, now when you look at these odds, Vegas is saying we think they're going to go 11 and six, which seems pretty safe to me. Uh, minus 134. That's what they're saying for the over, which means you have to bet $134 to make 100. Let me go ahead and put some shekels down on the under. Lock that yes. in. Yes, right. absolutely. No, this has got... Ten and a half. Yeah, but you know, to me, the way that I look at this is over the so years. Do they go worse than four and two in the division? Which means they have to. I don't think they go worse than four and two in the division. Uh, listen, you got to play. The Jets are a real team now. Yeah. Miami's a real team, and I bet you I could see each one of them winning one of the games. New England squeaking something out, an ugly snow game where. It, you know, you're, <laughs> their running backs take over or something ugly happens. But I don't Very like... Very similar schedule to the Patriots. And strength of schedule, for the for the most part, this division has... So the, cross, of, the crossover for the AFC East is the NFC East, which isn't terrible, although who's going to beat Philly out of that? The Philly game for Buffalo is on the road. 
and it's late Thanksgiving. That's tough. They also play Kansas City on the road after an open date. Ooh. They have a tougher schedule. I'm surprised that this is shaded at 11 and 6. They have... Yeah, no, I, I think this is this is an under... You, you can't... There's only a few teams that can compete year in and year out on this level. And I don't think the Bills are doing enough to help Josh Allen to get to that place. What would I like to see them add more weapons? All right, so McDermott, after going 6-10 and 10 the first year, has gone 10-6, and 13-3, 11-6, Depending on what you would have thought of the Cincinnati game last year. So they only played 16 games last year because of the DeMar Hamlin injury. I will say they're healthier this year to start the year because remember, well, no, Von Miller is not going to play from the jump. So when did they get Von Miller back? I thought he was an important piece for them last year. And your guy. Naheem. Your guy. Yeah. That's terrible. No, I mean, it, it, you. I would. Feel... I, was, I still think they would win eleven games. I wouldn't. No, to be clear, I wouldn't bet on this because I don't like the odds. No, especially to put the money on the line now and yeah. wait a year to, to get a. Yeah, here, hold my money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the return on investment. To be clear, I wouldn't great. bet on this, but I would take the over. You're saying take the under? I uh, yeah, I'm on the other side of this bet. Easy. I, I just I think that the NFL always has those teams that you know. You expect to be great, and they always flip. I think this division's going to turn over here. I think this is where they're not going to win all these games. That's a lot of games, Joe. Yeah, but they. I'm saying McDermott, his record has been 10, 13, 11, 13. They do, what they do to help Josh Allen, though? Okay, that's a... That's a and Diggs is grumpy. Yeah, I don't like hearing guys. When we Dix get to is grumpy, and he Dix was a big grumpy. reason for their success. I can't have you. You don't do well with guys being grumpy, looking out for themselves, wanting their own thing, feeling underpaid. Is not a great way to get the guys out there to go win. All right, let's go over to the Dolphins. Speaking of helping guys, I, I'm, with me, my only concern with the Dolphins is, and, and this is tangentially touches the Carolina Panthers and Bryce Young, because when I look at Bryce Young, I'm like, well, who do I who would I compare him to? Well, I would probably compare him to the other guy at Alabama, to Atunga Bailoa. And I understand like uh, concussions affect everybody differently. You know, it's like it's just like how some people could smoke pack packs of cigarettes for years and years and years and never have problems, and then another somebody else could get cancer. Like it's it's totally random and it's everyone's different. I get that. But naturally, you look at a quarterback from the same school. And you and it's similar, similar in, in stature, and you go, okay, this guy struggled to stay healthy. It's not unfair to say, is Bryce Young going to struggle to stay healthy? That's where a lot of my concerns with Bryce Young come from. That Tua Tungo Bailo, quite frankly, played in a football game last year that he had no business playing in, and then had one of the most frightening moments, of course, until the Demar Hamlin situation had happened, and Demar Hamlin actually did die in an NFL field, but was just resuscitated by the medical professionals that were there, both on the field and then in the hospital there in Cincinnati and did such an amazing job. Like think of it, the completely different context we're talking about football right now. If those people had not saved Mar Hamlin's life. It's insane. So, but that also makes us not remember what really happened with Tua Tonga Bailoa and the fencers pose and just how frightening that was to see somebody when suffer another concussion. When he was stumbling, that was one of the hardest things I've seen, you know, on a football game. That was you see a guy and go down to knee. That was rough. All right. So this is right down the middle. Vegas is saying to us, you pick. This is nine and a half. The juice is the same. Both sides. Minus 110, minus 110, meaning 
they don't think either they think either could happen. They're not telling you which way or the other. They think just like just like us, they're sitting here saying if Tua gets hurt, the uh, the under's coming in. If if he stays healthy, the over's probably coming in, but they're basically hedging their bet here. I'd have we should go through this schedule. This one, this is this to me is an interesting one. And I also will say maybe I have way too much confidence in Mike White. You're saying I, if I, something happens to if Tua. If something happens to Tua, uh, a your your backup quarterback's no longer Skyler, you know your backup quarterback. He wasn't bad. No, he did well, but I think that the coaching staff here in Miami, the scheming here, Mike McDaniel, uh, he did an amazing job. I, I do, I would be slightly concerned in can do other teams catch up to you and what you tried to do. I don't think you could catch up to the kind of speed that they could put out on offense. They have two dudes in Tariq Hill and Jalen Waddle that are just hammers. They are home run hitters. They are game breakers. When the Chiefs let Hill go for what? Four picks and only one first round pick. I thought it was crazy. Of course, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes were like, cool, I'm going to win the Super Bowl because we had the referee's help against the Bengals, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not still angry about that. I promise. Ooh, but it seems sensitive. Yeah, I, I, my concern with the with the Dolphins is their running backs and their running game. Early in the season last year, they were able to effectively run the football. When they were not able to run the football, that's when Hill and Waddle started slowing down. As Delvin Cook is on his AFC East tour, and we're discussing these teams, this, I am surprised that they those two parties couldn't come together here and get a contract. Because you put Cook on that offense, I am a I wanted the Jets to get a chain out of Texas A&M because I like speed. You give the speed of those guys outside, and then A chain's on that offense. That is good squad. You get a first, second down running back to pound the ball a little bit when needed. That's a good offense. So they need seven. If we if we again work from the premise that they'll go three and three in the league, they've got to get seven wins out of the league. So at Chargers, I'm not ready to call that one. Denver at home, all right. There's one. Giants at home. I think they probably beat the Giants. Panthers at home, they'll beat the Panthers. At Philly, no. At versus Kansas City, no. Raiders, like, no. Uh, yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> Tennessee at home. Dallas, I uh, don't love Dallas. Don't love late at Baltimore. It's going to be close. You skipped over the Washington game. I think they'll beat Washington. Yeah, that's it. So can they get to... See, now this makes me question <laughs> the division pick. <laughs> This is this is this is a yeah. It, but this all is why of we the, work backwards. All of the schedules though are very difficult for yeah. everyone. This is very, again be, very similar. I think it's going to be very hard to get to. That's why the Bills, that's why your Bills number is so hard to hit. There's just going to be so much crossfire. Do I think three of these teams could all compete for winning division? Going on, yeah, absolutely. These teams are really good. These teams they're going to be playoff winners. But their final record is not going to be beautiful because there's just not enough cupcake games. I mean, Denver, thank you, Sean Payton. He, he's got a, he's not going to win games, and Washington's not going to win games. But everyone else, Carolina's got a rookie quarterback. You just can't win with that. I think and, Carolina will, will be a, a little bit better version of what they were last year, which was basically a 500 team. Yeah, but, you know, it's hard to win with rookies. But yeah. other, when you look at the schedule, everyone else, you're kind of like, well, I don't know. You know, certainly whenever you have to play Kansas City, you, you know you're going to lose. Yeah. Because you're going to get a, that's going to be a tough one. This one feels like it gets down to week 16 and 17, and you're going to need them to win both of those games. 
Yes. Baltimore and Buffalo. Although to be fair, at least they're playing Kansas City in one of those morning games. That's the uh, NFL Network game. No, that's must be in over in Europe somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I believe in McDaniel, but I don't believe in Tua. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna go under because I just don't think he's gonna be healthy. I could see that. But I, I, I'm taking the over. All right. Although it's hard though, because nine and a half is a but lot. You're gonna of take wins. every team in the division to go over, or no? You had no, the Bills, I, Bills under. under. Bills under. Okay. Uh, let's get to your team. Let's get to the Jets because I feel like the mistake people are making is they're judging Aaron Rodgers for his postseason failures and not recognizing that he is arguably and statistically the best regular season quarterback in the history of the NFL. And I think there's one thing that happened with Aaron Rodgers that changed everything. And the number is 35. $35 million is oh, what he, gave, he up. gave back to the organization. Go get players. Don't worry about the money. I don't care. I want to play and I want to win. That's what you were hoping. When you saw Aaron Rodgers going and doing the tour, he was at every playoff game. He's at in MSG, kissing yeah. babies, shaking hands with the stars, doing the things. And he's got he's got reservations at Carbone. He, he's living it up in New York and loving it. And then when you see him say, you know what? The heck with this. I don't need it. Let's go get players. I'm here for a couple of years. Let's win. Aaron Rodgers has started, before I get to a, a Bill Barnwell number that has, has stood stood out to me this this whole offseason in his career. These are just counting stats. Aaron Rodgers started 15 games for more than uh, in, for 13 seasons, 15 games or more in 13 seasons at Green Bay. Of those 13 se- seasons, the Packers won 10 games in 10 of them, 10 or more in 10 of the 13. Okay. He was the MVP of the league in four of those seasons. They made the playoffs in 10 of those 13 years. So, I think we confuse who Aaron Rodgers is in the playoffs with who he is during the regular season. In my opinion, he is the most talented quarterback. Mahomes is is trying to change some of that, but in my opinion, to to up in his era, he is the most talented quarterback. He is the most complete quarterback, and particularly during the regular season. Quick name a Hall of Famer that Aaron Rodgers played with. Devontae Adams is the only one that can come into your brain right now. Not Jordy Nelson, you know, he, what I'm saying is you can, while we make the mistake of attributing wins and losses to quarterbacks, there is no mistake in, in attributing the lion's share of the credit to what the, what the Packers have been to Aaron Rodgers and his unique skill set as both a passer and as someone who is next level thinker in terms of how to manipulate the pocket and also just a, a God given ability that Tom Brady does not have. Oh, he his arm hands. strength and, and his ability to escape is just something that Tom Brady does not have. Peyton Manning certainly didn't have. Um, I don't know who else you want to put in that conversation, but Joe Montana, whoever. The thing about Aaron Rodgers is his lack of postseason success. That's what is we should hold against Aaron Rodgers. But I think a lot of that's team construction, to your point. Sure. The construction of these teams weren't built now, to win. But also, who was Aaron Rodgers' coach for most of those seasons? Mike McCarthy is fine. Like I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and bag on Mike McCarthy for for all of the things that they didn't do with the Packers. They did win a Super Bowl together. They won a Super Bowl. So, it, but I don't think anyone is ever going to confuse Mike McCarthy and Bill Belichick. I don't think anyone's ever going to confuse Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton. I don't yeah. think anyone's ever going to confuse Mike McCarthy and Bill Parcells. Right? Like I, I just, he's not an elite all-time coach. For for if so, my question for you to be would be, if Aaron Rodgers played with Bill Belichick, would they still have? 
10 Super Bowls and seven of them wins or six out of nine probably is my answer. Yeah, but only in a video game because Aaron Rodgers is a dude. Yeah, he, <laughs> as a dude, like I can't imagine Belichick's going to a darkness retreat and talking about ayahuasca in the offseason. Like that's just not going to work. He's a different cat like that. But that's but in terms of the talent and the skills, yeah, absolutely. I think and he's somebody who could take the Jets have a much better defense than what Aaron had in Green Bay. And he also has much better players. The skill positions are better in New York, assuming Bryce uh Bryce Hall's healthy, assuming Garrett Wilson's there and he's playing and Corey Davis comes back. That's a good offense. And so, you bring back his band. Like he he's got his guy, he's got yeah. Lazard with him and Cobbs with him. And so the Jets total, just like the Dolphins, is nine and a half. Um, the over is shaded at minus one twenty two. So that's not not overwhelming. The under is at a hundred. You're basically counting on the Jets equivalent of Jets shit, of NC State shit, in order for them to go <laughs> under. And I'm not saying, as my brother-in-law called it, Jets juice. When does the Jets juice kick in? Oh, um, and that's certainly in play. But here's a number from Bill Barnwell. If you don't follow Bill Barnwell, ESPN, um, and he's way down on this Jets team. But I just want to explain this kind of concept to you that and and you'll you'll see why I have optimism in addition to what I think Aaron Rodgers already is in the regular season. Okay. Uh ESPN has something called win probability added, which I kind of equate to war in football, right? Uh but instead of an individual player, it's for your unit. So they do WPA for offense, defense, and special teams. And it, it's how much do you does it contribute to your team's chances of winning? All right. This is again, this is all from Bill Bartomel. The Jets last year had a positive, their offense had a positive WPA or win probability added in eight games last year. They went seven and one in those games. Okay. So when they're off, so basically what he's saying is when their offense was functional, they were seven and one last year. Okay. Cause they're de- That's how good their defense was on the other side of that. When their win probability um, added was not even average. Okay. The Jets went 0 and 9 last year. Okay. Every Zach Wilson game. So when they were just functional, they were 7 and 1. When their offense was just barely functional, 7 and 1. When their offense was a negative, they were 0 and 9. Here's and here's the here's the kicker. The Packers under Rodgers, their WPA in in 223 starts by him, their WPA is at was above the zero mark at 192 of those 223 games. So 87% of the time Aaron Rodgers steps on this field, the win probability added of their offense is a plus. I mean, listen, the eye like, test here is, is... And again, it's not like Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball to like eight Hall of Famers and and had 25 running backs that were going to put gold jackets on. I, I just, I think adding him to this team, other than Jets shit showing up, I think they're going to be. I, I actually think they're going to. I think they're going to do really well in the regular season. This is so much reminiscent of the Rex Ryan defenses of the past, where these guys come out and hit, and, and we're going to we're going to get the ball back. Sauce Gardner is going to pick you off. We're going to get sacks. We're going to get the ball, and to hand the ball to Aaron Rodgers instead of Zach Wilson would be. I mean, what a remarkable difference. Imagine the mojo of this team when you get that defense going. It rolls. You hand the ball back to Rodgers, and you go for throw a couple bombs. It'd be amazing. I mean, he's going to pop plays, too. 
Oh yeah, the big plays and throwing guys open instead of throwing to the defense is is a lot different for. Oh, Jets yeah, he doesn't need any kind of window. He's that's what I'm saying. He's not a normal player. And now he's going to have to develop a rapport with some of these receivers, some of the new guys in particular, because those will be his home run hitters. But I'm with you. Like I, I just, I get it. I, I, I probably said I did say the same thing about Devin Leary and NC State football last year. I'm like, what could go wrong? And then everybody gets hurt, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, they suck. Like, what the hell happened? And well, then you're like, well, that's NC State. That's certainly in play for the Jets. It's oh, certainly in play for the Jets. Thousand percent. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, all right. I like it. I feel good about it. I, I'm like nervous, but I hate having hope. I hate having hope. I wish I didn't have hope. I wish I didn't believe. It's easier for me to just whatever. But then Sean. because yeah, this is your team. Then Sean Payton had to come out. I think that helps his, too. With oh, Hackett. Like, why was man. he saying, why was he talking trash about Hackett? Like, what did that, how did that help him? I guess he's trying to like, oh, Russell. Wait, but, you could, but no, you could pick Russell up without specifically saying that about it, someone else who's your professional colleague. I would not say that as a coach, especially when your quarterback's Russell Wilson. Yeah. And Sean Payton could look like, from the genius that he was in New Orleans, he could look like a buffoon here with Russell if Russell wants to bring the entourage and throw to the other team and let's ride or whatever his stuff yeah. is. He, You know, you got. I would keep my mouth shut on this team if I was Sean Payton. In a couple of years from now, Maybe you turn it around, you got a good mojo going, you want to go talk some smack. Yeah, all right, I, that's fine. But this is not, you got to look behind you and be like, I don't, I don't know if these guys, these aren't the guys to make me look good here. Let, let's get a quick uh, pizza segment here. Let's, let's, let's pay a bill or two. We'll come back and, we'll, and we'll, we'll talk about pizza for a second, okay? You have time for that? Yeah, all right, let's do it. All right. All right, big thanks to our friends at Breeze through Adam Stevenson. Check out this Tumblr. Breeze through lifetime refills, 20 bucks. You're going to win them here on the OG next in two weeks. Look at that sweet, sweet logo. Breeze through has so much more than just gas. Well, wow, that is helpful. They have more than gas. 17 locations throughout North Carolina. You're never too far away from your breeze through for your next commute, road trip, tailgate, adventure, pool road over by Walnut Creek. Of course, the one on Edwards Mill right across from the arena. Cary, Apex, Smithfield, Garner, Pittsburgh, Hillsboro, Blowing Rock, Lenore. You name it, Breeze Through is there. They've got you covered no matter where your summer plans take you. I know it's kind of hard to believe, but they actually do have golf carts. Yeah, Tiger Woods is the most value, but Rory is too. Maybe he'll win another major. Maybe he'll pop on that value. You know who's going to help you with that? Weston, Oak City Carts, Oak City Sports Carts, downtown Raleigh off of Glenwood Avenue, Look, baseball, basketball, football, Pokemon, garbage pail kids, golf carts. I'm, I'm being serious. They have everything. Go check them out. And more importantly, get your cards graded. Get the best value for your cards by getting them graded. Take them to Weston at Oak City Sports Cards. They're downtown, right off of Glenwood Avenue. Great spot, great location. Tell them the OG sent you. Or you can find them online at oakcitycards.com. Like I said, this is week three. This is the this is the first time that you've decided to to grace me <laughs> with your presence. I, I am happy to be here. I'm always happy to be here. I'm always excited to mm. be here. Yeah, nervous to put the bets on to tape. You know, I, yeah. I, I it's very nice to just like never show your bet app to anybody and be like, no, 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 I'm I'm ten and ten, baby. I'm oh. smoke. I called it from the beginning. Well, now we, it's on tape. We 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 have them all recorded now. So, oh, uh, which which division you want to do next next week? Uh you, where do you want to go? Maybe NFC East. We'll stick with the Giants. Oh, God. stick with the New York teams. You think? 
you think Daniel Jones is going to do this? It, oh, well, love, the, love, love the coach. There's a tease. I yes. hate. I hate the offseason. That is the right coach. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um, pizza wise, we're going to have OG pizza night, which I'm ecstatic about. That's September 18th. Looking forward to that. Should be phenomenal. Nice of you to open up on a Monday for us and our crew. Um, if you've missed the Law of the Wolf episode with Elliot Avent, that was that was tremendous. I don't know what you people are doing, but. He's great. That's the first time you met Elliot, right? First time I met Elliot, that was like getting shot out of a cannon. <laughs> I did not know what was coming. You know, I thought, you know, like I, I had an image of what coach was going to come in and fire out at, but man, he came out at a 10. He was ready. He was ready. Um, low moisture mozzarella. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that since you've got my dad hooked now. Oh, low moisture mozzarella. Oh, yeah. so- is, that, is that the key? I feel like I keep trying to tell people it's the crust. It's the sauce. It's this, it's that. It's a bunch of little things, a bunch yeah. of little things that add up. But uh, low moisture mozz is a really interesting thing. Back in the day, back in like way back in the day, this comes from some of the OG places in New York would always use it. It would always be polio. And before yeah. anybody like loses their mind, like polio used to not suck. Kraft buys polio over. But let's talk about polio before Kraft buys them. They were actually making a quality product. And that they used to call it uh, gold. It was, it was uh, polio gold. And that polio gold was the base, like the foundational point for a lot of the coal-fired pizza places. That's where that idea comes from. That all the name of, you know, whether it's Patsy's or Lombardi's or everyone else, that's what they all were using. What they use today is different. Actually, I don't know what all of them use today. I know some of them. I used to pay more attention to what everybody did. I, it turns out when you have kids, you don't really have time. When you have your own pizza shop, you don't have time. Uh, well, you're doing something right. So. You got to hunt. Yeah, no, I used to, back in the day, I used to like hunt it and try to figure out what everyone had. But once you, that is the cheese that gives you the pull. Yeah. That's that like pull. And you and, put it straight on the crust. Yeah. Yeah. As a barrier, right? Yeah. Like you, you want to have like a little. Because you're, the, the, it's a pretty smart point. And it's funny, my dad had never, my dad, Lou, you know, 80 years old now. He's been making pizza forever. Very good pizza guy. He, when you were like, see, when you put the cheese down first, this low moisture, it pre- it prevents like the, the soaking and it helps protect the, the crispness of the crust. Yeah, because you're fighting moisture, yeah. right? Like if you're searing a steak tonight, like, all right, so we're going to the butcher's shop. We're getting our... The butcher's s- market. The Thank butcher's you. market. <laughs> well, I didn't know if they sponsored this podcast too. Of course. Like, oh, they sponsored... Well, I mean, there are, there are people, so well, that's fine. You know what? Let, let's go to this. So, we're, yeah, exactly. Give me a cut. No matter what cut you get, you want to take that steak out and let it sit, right? You want to sit it out. You want it to be dry. Whether you pat it dry with a paper towel, you want to salt it a little bit beforehand, whatever it is, but it's got to be dry to get a sear. If it is wet, it's not going to sear. If the dough is wet, it's not really going to get crispy. It's going to affect it. The moisture is going to affect it. You're not really going to... Even if you don't have a Cadillac oven like you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially if you don't have a Cadillac oven, right? Like you're fighting even more carefully to keep moisture away. I mean, a lot of times if you make a piece at home, what I always find is that you have to use about half as much cheese as you think you're using. Yeah. And you got to use half as much sauce. Yeah. Like immediately, whenever any hands are like, oh, I'm going to make a pizza at home. I'm like, good. You probably, you probably need to do half amount of sauce and half the cheese. And that's probably where you need to start. That's roughly the zone. That's the other thing I've learned in our, in our pizza making videos so far. Yes. And then walk it. You, you, you could like walk it up, but find the lower limit first and walk it up slightly. But because it, it's not. And that's not a cost-saving point as a restaurant. That's just a crispy pizza, balanced pizza, a pro. Like that's 
that's just what it is. All right. Oakwood Pizza Box, Wednesday through Sunday. Order online, oakwoodpizzabox.com. Anthony Guerra, appreciate you finally adding some pizza to oh, this Picks and Pizza yeah, podcast. No, we got we to gotta do, yeah, we got to, maybe we'll take this to the road. Should we go to the road on this? We, we go to your can, place. Can we, yes. no, uh, but, but no, like other, we just go to other pizza shops. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. I mean, they don't uh, pay me, so. <laughs> It's, no, it's great. not a practice I would like to get into. <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like, you know, she, maybe she's getting the pizza ratings. I heard that's no, a successful that's some, business. That's for, somebody else's shtick. That's not he, my shtick. He is smaller than you. He, he is on like his tippy toes all the time, hey, as I was pointing it out. got a lot more money than I do. So no, I, ain't not, I ain't knocking it, but it's his shtick. He I don't, but I no, he, was, he, was in, he was around. He didn't come in. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, I saw that he did a bunch of Piner stuff because yeah. he's been living down there. He, he bought a place on too. They're trying to kick him out. They're trying to kick him out. Yeah, because he keeps renting it out, and he's not supposed to. Who? Well, who says no? I could, to, I could tell you more off the air. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> it's Davey Page views. Come on, uh, old Piner's money. Not exactly impressed with uh, Davey Page views. No, no. He, what he did for Pete's is actually interesting. And no, it's, it's cool. It's beneficial in a lot of ways. All right, man. Uh, next Tuesday, you can, you can fit me in. We'll do some more totals. Yeah, let's do some totals. Let's get them on there. We got to get a big board. I got to change my back. I need my own custom backdrop. Okay. And we got to do a thing. We can work on it. Thank you. And thank you to Ken, the legend. Yeah, Ken is. Ken's, Ken's the best. Ken's Shout the best. Out, Ken. uh, just so you know, he's getting extra places on OGP tonight. So oh, yeah, I told him out. I'm like, yeah, you can bring a plus one. He's like, no, Ashley, I got, no, you can bring your nephew. Bring whoever you want. You're good, man. He's got a plus five? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he's Gonna have like a hundred people there. <laughs> it's just Ken's pizza <laughs> night. All right. All right, man. Let's do it again next week. Guys, thank you very much. Spots, spots on Julio's card. And parlays.